The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant and to the new year, 2015. We are so glad that you're listening in to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff. And if you've been listening in in the past year, you know that we're here to help you move forward in your career. And this might be a, a New Year's thing for you. You're just starting to think about your career. So congratulations, you've come to the right place. Because this show is really all about helping you get the skills and tools that you need to be able to manage your own career. We know that in 2015, the trend is going to continue towards individuals being in charge of their career, maybe even internally within a company. We're going to be talking more about that in 2015, but it's still, no one's going to be putting you on a a career track and, and helping you advance within your company or within your industry, within your job role. And so we're here to help you do that and to provide you the resources that you need to be able to do that for yourself. So each week, I share my experience helping thousands of professionals advance their careers, and I bring in some industry leaders to provide career intelligence and help you stay ahead of the curve. And we're not going to talk much about New Year's resolutions and all those things because last year we did a great show about that. If you're trying to set some goals or wondering if your your resolutions are going to help you in the new year, you might go back to January of last year. Did a great show with a, a counselor, Chuck Hancock, who came on and talked about the difference between New Year's resolutions and goals and intention and how all of those things can play into making us happier and and more accomplished or can get in our way maybe of of being happy, of feeling like we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. So if you've been setting some New Year's resolutions and I've already started maybe to not follow them, <laughs> which I know happens by January 5th, you might go back and listen to that show. Today, I want to talk about something that's really moving us forward and thinking about in your career 
And these are going to apply whether you're working right now or, or unemployed and looking for work. And even if you're running your own company, we're going to talk about three things today that could be holding you back. So if you feel like, you know, I'm not quite where I think I should be, or, you know, why am I not getting this promotion, this raise, when everyone around me seems to be, or, you know, I'd really like to advance and it just doesn't seem to be happening. I don't get the cool projects. If some of those thoughts are coming into your head, obviously it's easy to think about what other people are doing and and maybe how we're not getting what we think we should from other people. But today we're going to talk about some of the things you might look at for yourself. What might you do differently to get what you want in 2015 in your career? I can't help you lose weight. I can't help you with some of those other New Year's resolutions. Although I think if, you, if you're setting some of those, going back and listening to the, the podcast from last January where we talked to Chuck might be helpful. But I can talk to you about some of the things that might be holding you back from your career goals, from getting what you deserve in the career world. And some of these are going to require you, of course, to really investigate yourself, to really look at how you are working and interacting so that you can identify what might be getting in your way. Now, if you're working with a coach, of course, they can help you identify what me, might be getting in the way. If you want to contact me, I'm, I'm happy to have a short conversation with you. But otherwise, it's going to take some pretty raw, real look at yourself. So if you are, of course, wanting to take advantage of the opportunity to ask me a question, you can do that by calling in live at 866-472-5790, or you can email me at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com with your questions. And this is really looking at how are you maybe getting in your own way, but also just what are some of the skills that you might want to, to brush up on to get what you want out of your career. And so we're going to talk about these three roadblocks to career success. We're going to talk about clarity. And we talk about clarity a lot on this show because I, it is the foundation to job search that's the foundation to career advancement. And we're going to talk a little bit about how that might be getting in your way. We're going to talk about confidence and something we don't talk about a lot, but is also one of the top reasons that I see people not getting where they want to go. And we're going to talk about the double-edged sword, that is confidence, and how both edges of those swords need to be watched out for as you are trying to move forward in your career. Then we're going to talk about communication. Communication, if you think about 
how you work and how you get where you want to go in work, of course, a lot of that has to do with relationships, which we talk about all the time on this show. And communication is key to building and maintaining those relationships. We're going to talk about different aspects of communication and help you kind of identify what may or may not be getting in your way in terms of communication skills that you might want to brush up on in terms of communication skills. And what I find is interesting about communication, and we'll come back to this, is that communication is often one of the things that even strengths-based coaches like myself will really focus in on communication and, and how we can help you work on your communication because it is so critical that we can use your strengths to help be a good communicator, but we can't say, oh, I'm not strong at communication, so we're just going to let that go. No, not going to work that way. So we're going to talk about clarity, confidence, and communication as different areas that you might look at to focus on in 2015 if you want to get where you want to go this year. So thinking about career clarity. So career clarity is, as I said, the foundation to a lot of success in the career world. There's job search success, leadership success, getting those promotions. A lot of the best job seekers I see move quickly because they're clear on where they're going. A lot of the best leaders I know are good leaders because they have clarity about their own purpose, strengths, and their own direction, which obviously sets a great tone for the people that they're trying to lead. Now, I love this quote by Zig Ziglar, and it says, people often complain about lack of time when the lack of direction is the real problem. As a business owner, I think that might even be more hitting, hard-hitting, right? And and as a leader, you might have experienced that, right? Where you always just feel like you don't have enough time. And when we sit down and we really look at it, is it really a lack of time? Or is it that we're trying to do too many things or be too many things? And when I work with job seekers who are having a hard time developing their resume, I'll say the same thing, right? When you're trying to be everything to everybody, life is pretty tough, When you start to focus, things actually come faster. And that's sometimes a hard thing to see. When your career, if you're looking to take a step up or get get promoted, that same thing comes into play. That if I don't really know where you want to go, if you don't know where you want to go, I can't know where you want to go, right? And if you don't know where you want to go, you probably aren't communicating to people in, a, in the right way, right? If you are in accounting right now and you'd love to get moved into finance, that's something you can communicate. If you're in accounting and you're just unhappy, but you don't know why or you can't communicate why, 
because you really don't know what might be better, then it's hard for anybody to help you. And it's hard for you to communicate where you want to go in any kind of positive manner. So that's the career clarity issue that I see holding a lot of people back in their current careers is you're, you're working and you'd like to get promoted, but you don't really know where. You'd like to make more money, but you don't really know what that looks like. And kind of my favorite example of this is working with a technician who had to make the decision of, do you go into engineering or sales? Right, so this gentleman had been a technician for five plus years, five to seven years, and knew that he had to go back to school to get promoted. He was at the top level he could go to in the company without a degree. And his challenge was, does he go back to school to get a business degree, which would put him more on that sales customer-facing type of role, right, marketing, or did he go back to school to get an engineering degree so that he could go into engineering? Because in the company, if he didn't have an engineering degree, you couldn't go into engineering. And as soon as he figured that out and went in and told his boss that that's what he wanted to do and, of course, started getting the bachelor's degree in business, he got promoted, actually, even before he'd finished the degree because there was a plan and an end date and all of those things in place. And he had struggled for probably two years and been frustrated that he wasn't getting promoted. And, you know, there was some uh, non-clarity around whether he absolutely had to have the degree or not. But as soon as he made that clear, what he wanted, where he was going, where he wanted to focus... Some of those things actually started to happen before he even finished all of the requirements. And so if that clarity piece is holding you back, some of the symptoms might be that you're unhappy but you can't tell anybody why, that people ask you where you want to go and your answer is less than clear, right? Maybe you say, oh, this way or that way or this way or that way, or that people, when you ask other people how they see you, it's not how you want them to see you. Then you probably aren't being clear about what you want to do and what you bring to the company. So we are going to come back from our break in just a few minutes and we're going to keep talking about these career blockers, if you will, and how they might be getting in your way and how you might address that in 2015. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. 
Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff, And today we're talking about three things that might be getting in the way of your career advancement, whether you're unemployed and looking for work or employed and wondering why the heck you're not getting where you want to go, why others are getting promoted above you, here's some things that might be getting in the way. So the first thing we talked about was clarity. We're going to come back to that here in a little bit. We're going to give you an action plan before we finish up today. But the idea behind clarity is if you don't know where you're going, nobody can help you get there. If you don't know where you're going, nobody can hire you to to do something. If you don't know where you're going, it's going to be hard to promote you because nobody really wants to be in the business of directing your career for you, right? That's why we're that's why we're doing this show. Your HR folks and your your development people in your company are happy to help you, but they're not going to hand it to you on a, on a spoon. They expect you to be able to tell them what you want to do and how you, how you add value. So that's our first one. The second one is confidence. And confidence to me is a little bit different than maybe what other people think. You know, that confidence in terms of fake it till you make it and all of those are true. However, I really want for myself and for you to be confident in being who we are. This is honestly one of my pet peeves with the New Year's resolutions and you see all of these slogans of new year, new you. Well, who in the heck says you need a new you? I would like for you in 2015 to be more confident and more comfortable being the you you already are. Because trying to be a new you, one, takes a lot of energy. Two, I don't know if it's really even possible. And three, most of that time, most of the time that stuff's just surface stuff that can make an impact in your life for sure. But it doesn't change who you are. Even losing 150 pounds, it may change the way the world sees you. It may open doors. It may give you more confidence 
but it didn't change who you were, right? And so thinking about confidence in terms of the confidence to be yourself, the confidence to be genuine, because when we see people every day, that's the confidence that sticks. That's the confidence that works. And that's how we build a brand, right? We talked a lot about brand last week. And fake it till you make it can work in some instances and is necessary in some instances. But you can't build a brand on fake it till you make it. Right? You can't pretend to be something for the rest of your life. I guess you can, but my guess is that a lot of people will be able to see through it. And it's not ever going to really get you where you want to go because of that. Might get you there for a little while, but then somebody's going to figure it out, right? And so this idea of confidence in who you are, and yes, in in who you're becoming, but not just in that. And I see a lot of people, and especially women, but sometimes men, who aren't getting where they want to go because they don't believe it. They're not confident that they deserve it. And if you're not confident that you deserve it, no one's going to give it to you. That's confidence. On the flip side of that, I see people not getting what they want because they're arrogant. And there's a difference. Right? Those are the flip sides of the confident coin. You can be confident, and it's almost a, the difference between being aggressive and assertive, right? Confident is equal. Confidence, and I found this, I was talking about entrepreneurs and presenting yourself as an entrepreneur, but I think it works for any of us. You know, confident people talk to powerful people because they don't doubt their own value. They see themselves as equal. Arrogant people talk to powerful people either because they want to be seen as one or because they're better than everybody else, so those are the only people that they should talk to. Right? There's a difference. There's an air there. There's a tone. There's a way that you're carrying yourself. Confidence admits ignorance because it doesn't doubt intellect, right? That if I, it's okay to say I don't know because that doesn't mean I'm stupid. And we talk about this a lot when we, when we talked about the Harvard Business Review, the incompetent fools and, and, or incompetent and likable being incompetent doesn't mean you're not likable and lots of people get a lot of good promotions that you might not think are competent because they're likable and a lot of very competent people don't get promotions because they're seen as arrogant, right? So that arrogant person is always showing that they're right or always trying to be right because they have to be right and that gets people in trouble in their career and it's that double-edged sword of confidence right and so if you're really confident and this is one of my favorite things and if you're at all a sports nut you 
you might have seen this, but one of my favorite sports moments is LeBron James absolutely tackling a fan in the middle of the court because they made the half-court shot that won a car. You know, you see those if you've ever watched a basketball game, they do the half-court shot, and nobody ever makes it because otherwise they'd change it because they wouldn't give away that many cars. And so this fan makes this half-court shot, and LeBron James, right, one of the biggest basketball stars in the country, runs out and tackles this fan in the middle of the court. That's confidence. That's the confidence to have fun, to be silly, to, to be genuine, because you don't have to put on a front, right? You don't have to pretend that arrogant person has to act confident all the time so that, you know, people will take them seriously. That's not real confidence, and people aren't going to be attracted to that. And so, again, goes back to what I feel like is the true confidence in terms of really being okay with you just the way you are so that you can do some of these things. When you're real and you can show real emotion and you can be goofy around your team when it makes sense and you can admit when you're wrong, that's the kind of confidence that is going to get you where you want to go and attract people to you who are going to help you get to where you want to go versus that arrogance when we're sometimes trying to put on confidence or show confidence that's not really there. So be careful of that. You know, fake it till you make it has its place. And what can you do to be truly confident and and be truly okay with who you are? That's going to help you get where you want to go. So our last one was communication. And, uh, you know, I have this little picture that I found, and it's two heads coming out of a computer and shaking hands. And when I was working with a, a leader in a company who was trying to move up and wondering why she wasn't, and we started talking about her day, and she was in a more technical position, kind of a financial analyst type of role. And as we started to talk about her day, it was clear that she never really talked to people, right? In her organization, she, she wasn't interacting with the leaders. She was getting her work done. She had, you know, great productivity, great efficiency, very into the systems that, that helped her do those things. But I wondered if people ever saw it. And so we kind of talked about, you know, how, how do you think others see you and how do they know that you're doing a great job? And came to the conclusion that they probably didn't because that interaction wasn't happening. And of course, the strategies there are to get out and, and do communication, be involved in the company. And for some people that is not as comfortable. They'd rather do it behind the computer, but it's not as effective. 
this is one of the challenges, I think, if you are leading from afar. If you've got a, a virtual company or you work virtually, getting noticed to get advanced is challenging because people don't build a strong of relationships unless they really work at it when they're not face-to-face. And so if you are not getting where you want to go, are you, are you counting on virtual communications? Are you in, engaged in communications beyond your scope? Are you communicating outside of your, of your group in any way? Because people can't promote you if they don't know what you do. People can't put you on special projects if they don't know what your skills are. And all of those things require that you're communicating in some way outside of yourself and maybe even outside of your group if, if there's some block you feel like might be happening at your group level. And as we're communicating, you know, we go back and start thinking about that confidence piece and how can you communicate with confidence, how can you communicate in a way that's not arrogant, and you're really looking at communication as a a way of building relationships, not of shoving other things down people's throats or promoting yourself necessarily, right? It's, It's about communication in a way that's confident and isn't seeking it's confident and and sharing and building relationships so I would encourage you to think about which one of these things might be getting in your way is it clarity do you struggle with having people know where you're going and communicating that and is it confidence either that you aren't confident in what you have done you don't believe you deserve it or you're trying too hard to put that confidence on and turning people off because you're arrogant or is it communication that you're just simply not building relationships within your organization maybe because your job doesn't naturally lend to it And you just never really thought about that that might be getting in your way. So we're going to come back and we're going to talk about an action plan. We'll talk a little bit more about figuring out what might be getting in your way. Then we're going to talk about an action plan to move yourself forward and pass some of these blocks as you kick off here in 2015. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com 
or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we are talking about the three roadblocks that might be keeping you from getting what you want, getting what you deserve in your career, whether that's a promotion or you're job seeking and having trouble getting a a bite on the types of jobs that you'd like to pursue. Here are a few of the things that I see that, that are holding people back, right? We've talked through clarity and career clarity and how that might be getting in your way, confidence, and whether it's that you're having trouble believing that you deserve it, whether that's you're going to take a step up or you're making a career change, whatever it might be that's keeping you from believing that you deserve what what you've earned here in your career. Or maybe it's on that other flip side that, you're feeling a little less than confident and so we're blowing blowing yourself up and that little air of arrogance is getting in your way. Or maybe it's communication and struggling to find the opportunities to communicate with others or needing to brush up a little bit on communication skills. So as you're thinking through these things, there's a, a link on my, my website to a, a program that I gave this topic a little bit more in depth that had a handout, kind of an informal assessment. I'll go ahead and, and put that up on the blog so that you could just download that. But it gives you just really quick one through five, how am I doing on these things? for clarity, confidence, and communication. So for clarity, you know, do you know your strengths? Do you know what motivates you? Do you know what skills you want to use? For confidence, you know, are, are you, do you really believe that you're an equal with people? Do you feel like you can share your ideas? Do you feel like you can share your ideas without having to be right? Do you know how you add value? Some of those things. And then for communication, you know, how are you doing at building relationships? 
do you communicate in a good a good manner with other people? And there's some questions that kind of dig into that here on the little assessment and, and resources page. The there's also assessments that might help you figure out what's getting in your way. Some of my favorites are our 360s, the Reach 360, and it's a branding assessment, so it's looking at your brand, but it's also going to point help you figure out what might be getting in your way as well as what people see as your strengths. And, and that Reach 360 assessment is something that I do with clients and enjoy. And you can also get it off of the, the Reach website without using a coach if you prefer to do that as well. So that's the first test, right, is to figure out what might be getting in your way. You can do it with an assessment. You might do it by kind of some internal work for yourself. You might do it through some observation, right in the next week really pay attention to when people ask are you being clear about what you want how are you interacting with others is it in a confident way or do you always feel like you're having to make yourself feel confident right how's your communication are you communicating regularly with people are you responding do you respond quickly to other people how often do you get to see people face to face all of those observations you could make about your own work place and work interactions and then come back and and look at where your holes might be right where your gaps might be then we're going to look at an action plan and i had these four p's just to help walk us through here in terms of the action plan The first thing is thinking about purpose. And I don't like to look at purpose as this mystical, intangible thing, right? To me, purpose is how do you want to add value to a company, to a business, to a customer, however you want to define it, right? But it's very tangible, it's it's very specific and so i've seen some things that look at you know start by looking at yourself start by looking at the markets and i you know i i doesn't really matter where you start but i can tell you that there's four pieces the biggest piece in terms of maybe the hardest to figure out and so sometimes I don't start there because it's hard to figure out, is the market need. If you're really specific about other things, this becomes a little easier. But I don't really like with, well, let's start with what jobs are in demand because that is, one, somewhat subjective, two, very geographically diverse, and three, eh, hard to figure out how great the data is, right? Most of the data that you could use to do that is Bureau of Labor data, which is usually at least two years old and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we don't necessarily need to start with the market need, but it has to be a piece of the puzzle. Your interests are going to be a smaller piece of the puzzle, right? You're probably not interested in everything, 
you might be interested in lots of things, but it still probably isn't everything. Then you've got your skills. This is where I start with most people. What do you do? What do you do well? What do you like to do? For most adults, those are the starting blocks. Because you don't want to go back to school, or if you go back to school, you don't want to start over. And so we've got to in some way figure out how we're going to use the skills that you already have. And it's great to focus and get more clarity and build your purpose around the ones that you like to use. Because if you're going to communicate where you want to go, you might as well be communicating the direction that you want to go in, right? We're no longer really in the market where you have to market the things you're best at, even if you hate to do them. So those skills, again, from that whole circle of skills that you have, you can focus in on the ones that you like to do that you're best at, or however it is that fits your last circle, which is your values. And those values being, what is it that you value in work? What makes you tick? Is it money? That's fine. Surprising, right? I don't care what it is that makes you tick. It's, do you know what makes you tick? It might be helping people. It might be getting to travel for work. It might be not having to travel for work. It might be... Again, making a certain amount of money, doing a certain task, right? That those skills are are really important to you and you really value that you get to do those things at work. Might be the type of environment that you work in, whether that's entrepreneurial or really stable, big company. Those values are going to drive the rest of the pie. For most people, they're not as easy to come up with. So I might not start there, but those are the four pieces, values, skills, interest, and somehow market need. How do those things fit into the market? Because if you just put those three things together, you might be off in la-la land and it's hard to get anywhere, right? You're dreaming up a storm, but, but not having any rubber hit the road until we can plug into that market need. So that's the purpose part of your plan. The first P there is your purpose. Some of you, that's going to move really fast because you know that. It's great. Some of you, that's where the sticking point is, and it's going to take some time. might take all year. Not uncommon for people to spend 12 to 18 months just working on that, if that's the issue. If that's the issue, I would recommend staying away from the mystical, woo-woo, what's-my-purpose conversation. Because you don't need to be floating in any more new clouds. We need to get some feet on the ground, if that's your struggle, and really look at how you fit, how you bring value, and how you want to bring value, how you want to fit. So then we can move into making a plan, right? We've, we know where we want to go. We've looked at what some of our gaps might be, whether that's confidence communication, whatever it is that might be some of the gaps. And then we might look at, okay, how can I develop those talents and skills while, especially, obviously, if you're still employed, 
adding some value to the employer. So if you want to learn how to communicate better, and maybe you think, you know, I want to go to one of those Dale Carnegie courses or whatever it might be, how will that benefit your company? And how can you communicate that to them? Even if you're not necessarily wanting them to pay for it, would be great. I'd try to have that conversation. But you've still got to know how it's going to make a difference, even if you decide you're going to do it on your own, because you might have to ask for time off, all of those things. So you're really looking for a plan that works on developing the areas that you've identified as gaps and in some way is adding to your existing company needs going to bring value for them. That's going to be the win-win plan for you for the year, especially if you want to move up where you are. And thinking about how you can bring, bring those two things together. So that plan is probably going to take some time to develop. It might be something that, hey, there's some, some framework for in your annual review. Maybe not. But really thinking about what do you want to develop and how does it bring value to the company or how could you do it within the context of the company and how might it bring value to your current job there because that's going to be part of the the overall big picture plan as well. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to talk through the last two pieces here of putting a plan together to achieve your career goals and address these career blocking career barriers should they be getting in your way of getting what you want out of your career in 2015. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, 
please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff. And today we've been talking through the three roadblocks that might be getting in the way of your career advancement. And so we've talked about clarity and that ability to really define where you're going in terms of what I consider to be the big four, right? Your values, skills, interest, and in some way connected to that market need. And how if we aren't doing that, even if we are employed, we might not be getting where we want to go because other people don't know where we want to go and and maybe we don't either. Pretty hard to get advanced into something when no one knows where that is that you want to go. Then we've talked about confidence and just your ability to really be comfortable in your own skin and to be authentic and not forced, which sometimes turns into arrogance. We talked about communication. And those positions that may not lend themselves to being out in the company and conversing with other types of individuals, leaders within the company, that might be holding you back as well. So once you've identified what might be getting in your way and really clarified that purpose piece, the value, skills, interests, and market need, then we focus in on developing a plan for building the skills that we need to get where we want to go while meeting company needs or understanding how that connects to how we're going to bring more value to the company because we've developed those skills. And it might be hard skills. It might be sales skills. It, it might be computer skills. Or it might be some of these soft things that we're talking about here in terms of communication and confidence. And how are we going to develop those skills? Of course, there are resources out there. There are so many online resources. And whether it's internally or externally, there's so much value in having a coach or a mentor or someone who's going to help you really make sure that you're analyzing some of this right and a little bit more objectively than you can by yourself and building these skills. Because a lot of, especially this confidence and communication, get built by practice, right? You can't necessarily take a class and be a great communicator. It's about practice and getting feedback and being introspective. And doing that by yourself in a vacuum can be very challenging. So if there's someone within your company that can help you do that, a mentor, I prefer it's, it shouldn't be your boss and maybe even not a, a direct coworker. But if there's some other mentor in your company that can help you, and obviously that's why lots of companies hire coaches to do some of these things for their executives and leaders. And if you have that available and you're not using it, or if you have that available and you haven't talked through some of these skills and think, hmm, maybe that's part of what's going on here, 
that might be an avenue that you pursue with that person. So the next piece after you're putting together that plan and you're working on your skills, you have to perform where you are. This was one of Susan Whitcomb's key messages when she came onto the show in April. Right, A lot of people are looking for advancement, but they're not really doing a great job where they are. It's not working. Right? It's, it's that being a star performer, if you will, where you are, that helps you move up. If we can shore up some of those other pieces that we've talked about, it might happen faster. And performing where you are isn't going to do it by itself, right? As we talked about in our communication section there. And it's got to be happening. Are you meeting the performance expectations of where you are? What's keeping you from doing that? How might those skills whether they be hard or soft, fit into your overall goals. That's where those two circles meet, right? The skills you want to develop to get to where you are and how they're going to help improve your performance where you are right now. It's a great synergy there most of the time. To be better where you are helps you get where you want to go and you're developing the skills at the same time. So the fourth P is promote. So we've talked about knowing our purpose, putting together a plan to address those gaps, performing where we are, and then promoting. And promoting is tricky because I don't want you bragging to the point where everyone stops listening. (laughs) Right? It's promoting in your career is about knowing what to say and having the the data and answers that you need when people ask the questions, it's not necessarily always proactively doing it. It's that happy medium. Now, one of the things that we talked about last week that I love about some of the movements on social media is that there is an opportunity for you to share your expertise and share your knowledge on all of these social mediums. Whether that's Twitter or Facebook, LinkedIn, right? you can share your expertise. And if you do it well, again, not by promoting yourself, but by sharing your expertise, by sharing things that are going to be of value to others, it does both. It adds value and it It promotes you as a thought leader and as a good communicator and all of the things that we were just talking about in a way that's very acceptable and and maybe hopefully even helpful to other people, not just promotional. And so when you're thinking about promoting, thinking about ways that you can add value, but just doing it in a way that helps you show off the skills you want to show off. It's that connection of those two dots. And so if you're thinking about 2015 and and where you want to go in your career in 2015, first thinking about what might be getting in your way. 
what are what are your skills that can help you overcome those things? What are some of the areas that you might be able to develop as you move forward? What are some of the gaps that you have to get where you want to go? And how can you develop those skills while bringing value to your company and being the best that you can be where you are right now? Because that's a big part today of getting where you want to go is being seen as great where you are now and top performer where you are now. If I can answer any questions for you or help you with that, and like I said, I've got a handout and a quick assessment, some resources that can help you with some of that that I'll put on the website that really help you create a plan and set some goals and and some clear actions for how you're going to get to where you want to go in your career in 2015. And we'll be right here on the Career Confidant providing more resources for you to do that. And we look forward to seeing you right back here next week on the Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.